0: Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
2: When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Is low. Kick on its way. It's got the distance and it is good. And Lawrence Tynes has done it again. He's kicked the Giants to the second Super Bowl in four years. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
1: Brandon Tierney, Salicata, back on the fan. We'll get back to your calls in a little bit. So, I don't know if it's baseball news, but it seems like the hot stove is getting hotter by Woo! the minute here, BT. Get those lugs, Lakata! Uh, are you familiar with William... Uh, oh, Will Leach. Wasn't he the former... Uh, like deadspin, deadspin right? guy? Yeah, so he might L-E-I-T-C-H? write...
2: L-E-I-T-C-H?
1: Yeah, I think he writes uh. for MLB.com. Didn't know that. Uh, and he seems to say that the Yanks are the... The way Brian Hulk wrote it here, uh, who I work with at SMY, he, yep. he's, he covers the Yankees for MLB.com. The Yankees are, fav- are, are the favored landing spot for Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Okay, so whatever okay, that means. who had that, Hulk? Well, Hoke tweeted, the Yankees are the favored landing spot for Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Yamamoto! According, <laughs> that's according to William Leach, who wrote a column, I guess, for MLB.com. That's number one. Okay. Now, more pressing here, and I didn't read this column yet, but I'm seeing the tweets. Andy Martino, who I know is on top of it, you know that I vouch for him all the time, never gets anything wrong, well in tune to both the Mets and Yankees. He wrote a column for SNY.TV that the Yanks and Padres, talks between the Yankees and Padres about a Juan Soto trade have progressed to the point of exchanging names on players. San Diego's ask was, the initial ask was very high, and the teams are not close to an agreement, but they are at the point of talking about
2: players for Juan Soto. You ask for the moon, and we'll give you a star, and you know you need money, and that's it. We'll take now, them.
1: Now, did you see some of the reports yesterday that were saying that it would take two
2: top 100 prospects? To I get said the... that on the air yesterday. Yeah, but that's bull crap. Why? It's
1: two top 100
2: prospects? For a rental? And for a team that needs oh, money? Okay.
1: What team in baseball? I mean, I'm about to punch this microphone Jeez. right now. I'm getting angry here. I'm going to – because this is not going the Mets way already, and I'm starting to get ticked off. What team in Major League Baseball wouldn't try to trade for Juan Soto? You are – Dude, damn, I am crazy, gonna, man. This is pissing me off here.
2: This is official. You're crazy. What team in baseball would not trade two top 100 prospects
1: for Juan Soto? Mm-hmm. Like, you're out of your mind if you don't do that. So then the ask would get greater, right? Because more teams are going to say, yes, well, top 100. Yes. Yeah, we'll yeah. give you two
2: top 50s. Yeah, yeah no, we'll, I got you. Whatever,
1: and then it comes down to, well, if they're going to give you two top 50s, we'll give you two top 20s. Yeah. And then maybe you get a top 10 and a top two. Like, at some point, yep, like the yep. ask of two top 100s. They're, they're
2: getting better than that. Come on, But bro. I think what might happen, and but to your point, like, the Mets should be involved in this. I don't know why... Even on the most cursory level, they are not involved with Juan Soto. It is ludicrous. He's the best lefty. Yes, he's the best lefty hitter in the game. He's a transcendent lefty stick who's 25 with charisma. The fact that the Mets aren't jumping in this pool is pathetic and criminal at this point. But I do think the other part of the um, equation here in this deal, whether it's the Yankees or somebody else, is that they might have to take on an undesirable contract.
1: Which and is then, where the Mets come in. They well, should that's be able to do where Andy. the Mets should really flex. So one more tweet from Martino in, Ooh, like in, in regards to the here. Mets. Mm. Quote, the Mets are active. in this. Is I'm reading this directly from Andy Martino of SNY. How long ago did he tweet this? Five minutes ago. Got it. The Mets are active. In fact, they are close to acquiring a player. Not star level, but I don't have the name at the present time. Uh, he goes on to say, with 28 players on the 40-man roster, the Mets are adding lots of players in the short and near term. So this is typical. Now, I don't want to go nuts yeah, here You're going yet. bargain basement. Yeah, but that's, again here. That's exactly welcome, right. Welcome back to this the Wilpons. This is typical Mets bullcrap. The Yankees are rumored to be getting Yamamoto and Soto. They're in trade talks with the Padres involving names for Soto. And the Mets are going to add a guy to fill out their 40-man roster. I've had it. <laughs> It hasn't even happened yet, and I've had it. I can't deal with this. I don't know how you do. If the Yankees get Yamamoto and Soto, I give
2: up. Well, Bellinger's also in the mix as well, just to let I you know. I don't
1: care about Bellinger. You could add Bellinger. It's Yamamoto and Soto. If, And I'll tell you another thing. If they do get Soto, and it's for some bullcrap package of, mm. you know, oh, they didn't, like, they didn't have to give up Dominguez or Volpe or anybody that we've heard of. They're
2: not going to have to do that, but right? keep going.
1: Then even more ridiculous. Yep. Then why wouldn't the Mets get involved? Trade some prospects, take on a bad contract, go get the good player. This is not, you know, I'm not asking you to go sign a 40-year-old pitcher that's going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. This is a player in the prime of his career that you're going to get on, the, on a good value. Go get—the Mets should be in trade talk for Juan freaking Soto. Oh, come on, uh, why—is this a battle between the Mets and Yankees, or is this all about the Yankees again?
2: It seems like it's going in the direction that the Yankees are getting ready to flex, and the Mets right now appear to be sitting things out. Doesn't mean it can't change, but I never thought this was going to be an incredibly aggressive or active offseason for the Mets, and I thought the exact opposite for the Yankees. Now, just because it's—and that's not me. Oh, look, I might be right. Whatever. It doesn't matter at all. it, It seems like it's going in that direction now. So I'm not surprised by this. Uh, I'm a little surprised by the pace, apparently, in these Yankee Padres talk. Like, these seem to really, really be heating up. And the fact that the Mets are not interested on any level.
1: Well, there's no reports of that.
2: True. I'm not saying you can't sneak in in the middle of the night and and do something that nobody saw coming. Uh, That's fair. Like, if the price. That's fair. I I could see if the price. Nobody saw Hernandez getting traded here back in 83 in the middle of the summer from a great team to a bad team. Nobody saw that. If you're telling me you got to give up three top 15 prospects. Yep.
1: Whatever, two top 15, three top 20. I could understand that. Like, I could understand why the Mets would be reluctant to do, to do that for a rental player, then put themselves in a position where they they lose all their leverage as far as trying to sign Juan Soto then in the offseason, because then you kind of have to sign him. Mm-hmm. But if the reports are what has been indicated and you're going to get him at a good value, they better at least be inquiring about it. Now, let me just rehash this. Martino did say that the
2: sides are not close to an agreement. Nope, I got you. So it's but not they're like, having discussions, and the winter meetings start on Monday. They so are you next lay week. the foundation now, and then you get out there next week, and you kind of cut away the fat from the steak, and you sit down and you consummate the meal. Rather than wasting two days on fringe players that nobody really wants, you get down there, and, the, and then it's basically eighty percent done. Do you know what's making and you haggle? Me, do
1: you know what's making me even and more next angry? Week's going to be glorious. What right? I, I'm Because I'm looking at your face and I see... I look very happy, though. Yeah. Just that little gleam yeah. in the no, eyes back, right? It's not even That's like right, you're smiling boy. or happy. It's no, like just, uh, it, there's good. a confidence there. Yes. And, and not only that, that confidence there combined with seeing me lose my freaking mind. I just... It, it I <laughs> went from much... the
2: NBA in-season tournament to you know, a couple of the tweets and Sal's already... Uh, yeah. Get the get their rubber yeah. walls. Oh, lock them away. Dude. You have to admit,
1: from a Mets perspective, that is not a...
2: It's pathetic. All right. Because everything that I've been sold on about this new Mets regime is big time, is galaxy of stars. King Cohen! Playing with the big boys, King Cohen. Now, the last tweet we have about... That doesn't mean it can't change, but according to Martino, the Mets are close to a deal for basically a fringe roster guy who he doesn't know the name of yet, Uh, but the Yankees are going deeper into discussions on Soto... And or the favorites to land Yabamoto. Very interesting. Here's here's uh, what I'm going to say.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
1: And
0: even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: I'm going to let my emotions aside for a second and trust the process. I believe in Steve. And how that work out for the Sixers. Now, now this is almost like a warning shot here to the
2: Mets. Yeah. I, I believe in Steve. Yeah, until you don't? Do not let me down. Well, he's going to, Sal. No, he's they're going. not. They're yes, not. Yeah, they're not.
1: Mean? Okay. So I believe mean? in him. I there's no way. No, there's man, no way this, the Mets are coming uh, up empty handed here. This, they're gonna make the right moves mm-hmm. and they are going to build this thing the right way moving forward. Not just short term, mm-hmm. talking about long term vision. I believe in Steve. I believe in David Stearns. Stay the course. I'm, I'm reminding myself here. I'm telling myself out loud.
2: Stay the Stay course. Stay the course.
1: Trust the process. Trust King Cohen. Trust David Stearns. Everything's going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. okay.
2: In in one month, you're going to have a press conference to introduce Jordan Montgomery. And you're oh. going to extend uh, Pete Alonso for $50 million more than he's worth. Not good enough. I don't am being facetious. That's that, that, <laughs> that, that's your off season. <laughs> you got problems, that. which means we have problems because you're going to be a lunatic.
1: Uh, BT and Sal on the fan eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Back to the matter you're at hand: the NBA tournament. Glenn is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Glenn? Hey, good morning. Good morning, Glenn. What's uh, happening,
2: buddy? No, I heard you
1: guys talking about the in-play tournament and. I, I have a major problem with it, not just because it's kind of like, what's the point? I get like maybe getting audiences to watch it, but again, I feel a little egregious that these guys are making more money on top of their salaries to get into the tournament, which to me is like, what, so like the one percenter guys are making more money. I feel like the NBA should have some sort of like, like a good moral goal to like donate money. Like they should go to a charity or something more positive than lining the pockets of the NBA players again. You know, that's an interesting point, Glenn, and thank you for the call. Like, do we need to see the NBA players who are already beyond rich? And I'm not trying to take away from – whatever they could get, good for them. Go get it. But, like, how's money the motivating factor here? More money? Like, it would be a cooler thing, and I'm not telling them what to do, but let's just say that, you know, the Knicks were playing for a certain – Organization that they wanted to donate homeless charity New York whatever. City homelessness yeah, right exactly it's fantastic. There's a billion things that could
2: actually use the help New York City infrastructure whatever yeah anything you public schools clean up you the name damn it. subways make yes. the city
1: you know safer yeah
2: I mean there's a billion so many different things. But does that mean you'd watch with more urgency? No. I'll tell you that's this. why I think it's almost immaterial. Yeah,
1: but, I w- but do I care that you know, Julius Randle is going to make an extra $500,000? No, no. I, I,
2: and I can actually see people resenting that. But I don't know that they're resented enough to not watch. And I also believe if it's for a great charitable endeavor, unfortunately, while that's the better thing from a human point of view. You don't think people thing, would care more about I, that? I, I think that they would say that they care. We'd all acknowledge that's a fantastic gesture by the NBA. I don't think that would incentivize more eyeballs and clicks on social media, no.
1: Well, and you know what else it wouldn't do? It wouldn't incentivize the players more, which is uh-huh. which is is why I hate the tournament in the first place because they're doing it to incentivize the players. Art is calling from Patterson, New Jersey. What's up, Art?
2: Hey, what's going on, guys? Good morning. Good morning, Art. How are you? Hey, Art. Yeah, first off, I just want to say Yankees should stay away from Bellinger. But back to the matter at hand, the in-season tournament, um, I think it's a good thing for the league, you know, financially. And, you know, uh, just from like a... Just uh, like... Looking at, you know, watching the games and stuff. The courts are great, but they need to work on the colors. Because As a player myself, growing up, if i see seeing all those colors on the court, it's going to throw me off, you know? There's a lot I going think... on out
1: there, Art. It was actually hard to see. Now, again, and thank you for the call, Art. Like, my eyes are shot to begin with, but, like, the orange on the court, I was like, ah. Oh,
2: and, by the way, Sal, the Knicks set-up color scheme is actually one of the easier patterns on the eyes. Like, there's a couple, maybe the Raptors, like, that. I think it's red right. and black. I, I remember saying to my son the other night, I'm like, this is what it looks like. It's like a third this is like this is like a third level European championship. It's so, it's a wacky. Like some of them are ugly.
1: I'm glad you brought up Colt, because I was gonna ask you. Does he No, he has no, no I mean, he watches the Knicks. Right, but does he like does he see the court and think, hey, that's pretty cool, Dad? Or he does. Like I'm sure he would think the court that we loved in the nineties yeah, is yeah, boring yeah. as hell, yeah.
2: right? He, he he noticed the court, he noticed the different unis. Did I actually explain the in season which for me is kind of a a diversion from what I usually well, you do. Need somebody I to explain it. I explained to you it. First. No, that's true. <laughs> I didn't. I was just like, yeah, cool court tonight. We'll play. You know, we'll play the Heat. I, I didn't even get because I didn't really know how to uh, explain it. Yeah, it's well, so, like me trying to explain physics to it, like yeah, deep yeah. physics. I don't know. Right? Go and Google, Google sports it. Fans. <laughs> and there's a reason why Look I don't to go to school. I don't want to read the Regents
1: book. I don't want <laughs> yeah. to understand chemistry or physics. I just want to watch the next. Now I can't even do that. <laughs>
2: what was your least favorite subject? Least favorite? Where you no matter how much you grinded, you just couldn't get it.
1: I got to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I'm a grinder in life. Yep, I was not a grinder in school. No, I hear you, but least there were certain favorite. things you had to do
2: to stay eligible yeah, to play. And I would to say pass. I would
1: say math was my least favorite.
2: I couldn't stand math. Couldn't like the, stand the it. Sequential one. Oh, yeah, you got to see the second and third grade math. Out with this. I fall asleep in those classes. Dude, I'm already I'm already confused. Mm-hmm.
1: They're seven and eight years old. What the hell's going on? And by the way, guess what we were doing last night? Watching the Knicks game. Uh, math. <laughs> That's we're why we hated. <laughs> I don't want to go. I don't want math. I want to watch a game. Oh, but if the Knicks win by twenty-five and the Celtics only win by twenty, they're in. What the hell? Uh, how
2: about the new NBA? Remember the NBA and NBC? Da, 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 da. coming up yeah, today right. on the NBA <laughs> on NBC. If the Celtics hold yeah. off the Heat by twenty-three points and the Knicks hold serve by at least seventeen at the Garden. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: Get your calculators <laughs>
2: out. Josh is calling from. Ch-
1: Connecticut, what's up, Josh?
2: Hey, BT Cell, how's it going? Good job. What's, what's up, on? buddy? <laughs> Just a quick question. See if you could, you know, help me with this. As, as from a Las Vegas making the lines point. You know what I mean? These in-season tournament games, right? Yep. Do you think they're like they know? Celtics have to score at least ninety-six, one hundred seven, one hundred percent. To make it to the second round. Yes. You know what I mean? Or it's already baked in.
1: So, like the Knicks' line last night? Last
2: night was 11.5 for 12. Well,
1: that's what it was? Well, yeah, but they're
2: also a good team playing a bad team at home. Oh, so I know, but I, I think I saw it in anyway. I might have seen it initially at 8.5
1: or whatever. Anyway, so that is baked in. I know it went that. off at 11.5. Yeah, I
2: mean, there's no yeah, way so they're they, ignoring so, they know that. The, so Yeah, so they know the Celtics have to crush this team to get into the second. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, which like... impacts over unders. And, and thanks for the call there, Josh Sal. I don't know if you heard the audio, but there was, um, I think it was Barrett who hit a free throw. And then they captured audio where he was talking yep. to Randall like, I did hey, that. we got to pile on some more. Like, they were even aware in the game of what the differential was. Which is bizarre. I got no problem with it.
1: Oh. And then there was issues around the league where you had teams. You saw. Uh, I did see this. Drummond was put. Hacker uh, Drummond. Yeah. Up and then 30, Mizzoula, the Up head coach 30. Like, yeah, he had to apologize. Up after 30. Well, but why I don't apologize? blame him. like, are you going to try to win the game and get in the, the tournament or not? Well, I see both sides. So if now I'm- the Celtics are out. No no because I... they didn't win by enough or they No I think
2: they got the did they get the wild card? Yeah. No the Knicks got the wild card. <laughs> I <laughs>
1: See, this I mean. Somebody explain <laughs> this crap to me. I, I mean, know there's wild
2: card implications, and I, like I said I don't yeah. fully understand it. I don't think the people uh, who understand it understand it. Nah. It's
1: mean, it's convoluted mess. Poor Mike
2: Breen was all over the map, and he's as good as it gets. Yeah, all right, even yeah. he was confused. Claude just sportsmanish. <laughs> he's just along yeah. for the ride. He's like, whatever you say, man. <laughs> oh. yeah, whatever are we go, where are we going after the game.
1: All right, we'll keep you up- uh, updated on the baseball stuff. Also, mention the Aaron Rodgers uh, comments from yesterday as well. When we come back, and uh, keep going for you yeah.
2: i saw and we'll tease this i saw a tweet mm-hmm. now if you if you think you lost it before right again i'm gonna have to read you something when we come back another I'm one i'm just gonna have to read you something when we come back all
1: right pt and
0: sal on the fan this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds.